are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got a very packed show for you today. So many different topics that I want to go over. So this one might be a little bit more than 20 minutes, and uh, we will get to that momentarily. As you know, this podcast brought to you by Dame Products. When you think of vibrators, you think of Reality Steve. Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share, plus sex that you will look forward to. They get some of the best toys and little gadgets out there. Go to dameproducts.com and use promo code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order. Now, let's get started. As you know, yesterday was all about the spoilers, so I didn't really get a chance to talk about the episode. I'm not going to rehash the whole episode on Tuesday night, but I do want to say a couple things. Jason leaving. You know, remember when I gave out the spoilers, I had said at the time, like, hey, I'm hearing Jason's leaving, but I could never get it confirmed. It's a perfect example of sometimes I hear stuff, I can never get it confirmed, and it ends up being true. Sometimes I hear stuff, I can never get it confirmed, and it ends up being not true. But that one seemed like, based on what I was told by the, you know, the, the, the few people that told me about it, I'm like, okay, there seems to be some legs to this, but I just can't get that confirmation that I wanted. And, you know, I mean, I guess that's considered Jason leaving, right, on Tuesday? That wasn't. I mean, he didn't say like, hey, I'm going to bolt. I'm going to be out of here. It was clear that to me, that was more of a self-elimination. When you tell the lead like, hey, I can't give you what you want. While Gabby is the one that ultimately makes the decision like, okay, I need to send you home. It was somewhat of a, I mean, I don't know. We can get into semantics of what that was. But when I was told Jason leaves, this is pretty much what I had in mind on Tuesday was just like, yeah. He didn't want, you know, he, because not leaving is getting to a rose ceremony and just not receiving a rose. Like you're all in, you want to continue and the lead just doesn't pick you. Him telling her like, yeah, I'm not going to be there. I don't, I don't believe in this process. I'm done. Yeah. So to me, that was kind of a self-elimination that Jason did. And yeah, I brought it up four weeks ago. I had heard it and I'd heard it from multiple people, but I could just never get it confirmed. But, you know, good to see that something that I was told did end up coming true. And the other thing that I was really disappointed in, and it's no fault of Zach's or Rachel's, and it's more on the show again, is like literally the biggest storyline in Tuesday's episode is Zach and Rachel's overnight, where Zach went and talked to Jesse after the fact, and he used the phrases, he called Rachel different, he called her inauthentic, but then he never followed it up with specific examples of what she said, what she did, how she acted. He just said she acted different. Okay, well, give us an example because we don't have this on tape. We didn't get to see it. We have no idea. Now, I'm not saying Zach's lying. Zach certainly perceived Rachel a certain way during the overnight date, expressed it to Jesse. He's going to express it to Rachel. I just wish we could have gotten, A, some examples from Zach, or B, footage from what happened but we know that cameras are off during overnight dates so i guess all we can do is, and and you know i'm not going to dive into it too much because of, look i want to hear what rachel has to say when he tells her that's the way he felt i want to hear what rachel has to say for herself 
and see if it becomes like you took that out of proportion, you blew that out of proportion, or I'm sorry, I didn't know you felt. I don't know. I have no idea which way that conversation is going. Ultimately, we know from what I was told, Zach finishes third. So whether that conversation leads to her sending Zach home right there, whether she brings him back to the rose ceremony and doesn't give him a rose, like that's the stuff I don't know when I talk about details. But it seemingly ends Zach's run there, which is what I was told back in July that he finished fourth. I mean, I'm sorry, not fourth, third. And Avon finished second for the, I mean, because for the longest time, everyone else was saying that, you know, it was, and I was even saying that this was a Zach and Tino battle to the end, and it and it wasn't. And I, that was the first time it had brought up that Zach actually finished third. So either he's going to say, yeah, this isn't working, I got to leave, or she's going to send him right there. That's my guess. So, but yeah, it really, it, you know, biggest storyline of the season, and Zach never gives us any examples of what he's talking about. And we don't have any footage of it. So it's just like, okay, well, how deep are we going to get into this? Because Zach's probably going to tell Rachel this is how he feels, how she acted a certain way. And she's probably going to be like, no, I didn't. Or I don't feel that way at all. I didn't. So I guess we just have to see it play out. But that's going to that's gonna be really interesting, to say the least. Now, moving on to the spoilers yet again. You know, yesterday when I when I posted what I did... Uh, about the spoilers, clearly there's a lot of, you know, oh, well, you know, I got a lot of questions regarding well, what do you, what does this mean and what does this mean? It's like, look, I told you everything I know. At some point, something happened where Rachel and Tino just stopped talking. And I don't know who started it. I don't know what the reason was. But we're going to find all this stuff out in two weeks. So I guess I could just say, be patient. And I know that's hard for people because, God forbid, yesterday I got blown up with so many questions. And I'm just like, did you not read what I wrote? Did you not listen to the podcast? Like, I gave you everything I could give you. And yet I still get asked the same questions. Well, what about this? I don't know. If I knew it, I would have told you. What about this? I I don't know. If I I knew it, I would have told you. (laughs) It's, It's the same stuff. And, you know, here's the other thing. And this is... You know, it's kind of frustrating, and I don't know what to do because obviously I have a readership and I have a listenership, and I'm trying to, everything I put in the podcast, I'm trying to put in written word as well because I know that some people can't get to the podcast and vice versa. Some people are only reading and don't listen to the podcast, and I know some people are only listening to the podcast and don't read anything that I write, which is fine. So that's why I'm trying to do the same thing for both. But, you know, I posted yesterday's podcast and column and it went up. I think it hit about 8.05 a.m. Eastern time. I would say and then I sent a tweet out. Yesterday afternoon in regards to the fact that I just found out yesterday that Tino went to Loyola Marymount University and graduated from there in 2014. That's where I went to college. I had no idea. Tino's been a known contestant on the show for four months. I had no idea he went to he was a fellow alumni at LMU. So I put that out there and, you know, just made a joke about how dare Rachel dump him. And the amount of emails, tweets, DMs that I got saying, wait, Rachel dumped him? I thought you said they were engaged. And it's just like, that was eight hours after I posted. And I easily got 100 either DMs, emails, or instant messages. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, 
I, I don't know what to tell these people. Read the column, listen to the podcast. You know, and I get it. It was, it was the same day. It, you know, I started getting those eight hours after it was. It's been up for eight hours. It's not like I was getting that a minute later, ten minutes later, an hour later. I get it. People need time to read stuff. But that's what I'm saying. When you get it over and over and over again, it's like I don't know what to do. I kind of just throw my hands up because it's like it's in my column, it's in my podcast. Every single Instagram account ran with it yesterday. So it's and and, you, and all these people that messaged me follow me. So when I post something, do people just don't and and I, and I make sure like yesterday was a big deal. I had in all caps exclusive. And then I sent out a tweet saying, hey, Rachel, don't dump, you know, how dare you dump Tino? And everyone's like, wait, Rachel dumped Tino? I thought you said they were engaged. And it's just like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know what, what can you do? What can you do? I, I, I post stuff when I have it and I do and people still don't know what's going on and either choose not to read it. Even though they follow me, they choose not to read it, choose not to listen to it. I don't know what to do with this at this point. Um, and, you know, but then on the other hand. I get so many people who also tell me I repeat myself all the time. Yeah, I do repeat myself all the time because I try now on podcast and written word to say the same thing for people that might not reach both mediums. People that only read and don't listen to the podcast, people that only listen to podcasts and don't read my stuff. So yeah, I'm very repetitive and I'll repeat it over and over again and yet still get stuff that say, hey, what about this? I thought you said this. It's like, yeah, but there's been an update to it. So... I mean, I'm still getting emails about when is the finale? How are they doing the finale? I mean, there are people that don't know the finale is going to be the next two Tuesday nights. How many times have I put that in the podcast? How many times have I put that in the column since we have officially found out that that's how they're doing the last two episodes of the season? It's like, what can you do? I, I It just, it's frustrating because I'm not going to, and then if I don't respond to those people, they might not get an answer, but... I don't know, kind of throw my hands up sometimes because I don't know how to handle these things where it's just like, I don't know what to tell you other than if you're following me, click on my link to read my stuff or listen to my podcast. Because the amount of, I thought you said Rachel and Tino were engaged emails I got yesterday was through the roof. And so I'm just like, hey, you know, read the column listen to the podcast. It's all in there. Um, late breaking news from last night. As I record this Wednesday night, this might pick up traction by the time this podcast goes up. I do have a feeling that places like people and us weekly and EW.com are going to probably cover this because Eric is the only guy left on Gabby season. It's not even spoiler related, but the fact that Gabby's only guy left um, last night, pictures surfaced of his high school senior yearbook where there's a picture of Eric dressed in blackface and a and an afro wig and i'm not here to cancel people i'm not here for the pile on that's happening right now let those other losers do that what i am here to say is this it was racist it was wrong and i hope eric addresses it and i hope he gets out in front of this as soon as possible i hope the show does not hold him back and hold on to this and say no you can't address this until we talk about this at after the final rose because that would really suck for him just to get attacked by every angle on this. Um, I hope he needs to apologize. He needs to say that this was racist. He's embarrassed. He never should have done this. He can't believe 
that he thought that this was ever funny or acceptable, whatever he was thinking when he took that picture and it was posted in a yearbook. But he needs to come out and apologize for this. There's nothing he can do about what happened 10 years ago. It's in yearbooks. He can't go around and ask everybody in his senior class or everybody that got a yearbook that year, hey, can you hand me a yearbook so I can cut it out? Like, he can't change it. It's there forever. He can't do anything about it other than, all right, today it is now out there against me. I need to address it. That's all you can do. And let's hope he's been better since then. He's never done it since then. We hope nothing else surfaces about this guy. But he needs to apologize and admit that was embarrassing and it was racist and he never should have put himself in that position. And the school should be embarrassed as well that the editor of that yearbook even allowed that in there, you know, but again, I'm not here to pile on. Um, and Eric really needs to jump out in front of this as soon as possible. Let's hope the show allows him to, we know they held Rachel, Rachel Kirkconnell back for a long time and wouldn't let her speak on it until she just said, F it. I'm going to release a statement. Um, Eric needs to get out in front of this and put this on his Instagram story or Instagram feed as soon as possible. He knows it's out there. He's not dumb. This is going to circulate, and I have a feeling the big outlets are going to pick up on this because of who he is on this show, and we know for the next two weeks he's the only guy left on Gabby's side. So, Eric, if you're listening, or even if you're not, someone can relay this to him, apologize and admit your wrongdoing and own this as soon as possible because that is your only way. And remember, you've only got one chance to make a first impression here on this apology. So I hope he does, and I hope he realizes uh, what a horrible mistake that was he made 10 years ago. Today, this morning, you are going to hear the Dancing with the Stars announcements on Good Morning America. You've heard some of the names that have already been thrown out there for sure. We know that Gabby is on it. It's been spoiled that her partner is going to be Val. By the time you listen to this, you'll probably already know all the pairings. But that's coming out today. That'll be interesting. Big Brother last night. There wasn't really anything new because, once again, Michael wins power of veto. His sixth power of veto. Nobody's ever won more. He's won nine total. That ties Janelle. And Michael. See, the thing is, not only is Michael winning, he's dominating. You know, BB Comics last night. A very much a staple of this show, a challenge towards the end of the season, a veto challenge. And Michael beat everybody by four minutes minimum. It's like, he's not even winning. He's destroying people. What about the puzzle last week? Way ahead of everybody else. So yeah, Michael is dominating this game tonight. Double eviction. He can't compete in the HOH, so we know he's we know he's going to compete in the power of veto. If he doesn't win tonight's power of veto, he's gone. So he's got to win it. And if he wins it, that means he's got 10 wins, which is he'll have the record by himself. He'll have seven veto wins, which is just extending his record of veto wins. And he's probably going to win more HOHs and more vetoes the rest of the way. I'm like, this guy's going to win. If he wins power of veto tonight, this guy is probably going to end up winning 13 or 14 by the end of the season. Like, this is, this guy is just blowing doors on everybody. This is about as impressive as performance. It is. It's the most impressive, I guess, athletic accomplishment, you know, comp accomplishment in the 24 seasons of this show. And it's not even close. The stats prove it out. Nobody has ever won more than he has as of right now. 
He's got nine total wins, six vetoes, three OHOHs, and Janelle had nine wins. But he wins tonight's power veto. He's got the record by himself, most vetoes and most total wins. So I guess good luck to Michael because his life in this game depends on it. If he doesn't win tonight, he's gone. Everybody wants him out because they know they can't beat him. Hell, his own partner, Brittany, wants him out. It's crazy. Um, the challenge, let me just end with the challenge here. Are we, I had no idea. I mean, I can see the show. I can see the numbers were dwindling down, but what do we still have? 10 people left? Is it 10 or eight? We have four men and four women or five men and, and five women. Whatever the case is, next week is the finale. And it's a deluxe finale. I think it's two hours. So does that mean, yeah, so it's not going to extend out over two weeks like MTV usually does. So we're going to get a challenge of that. We're going to get that much. Holy crap. And I I mean, I can't wait to see it. It just seems like the challenge was, the finale was sprung on us like that. I had no idea we were even that close to the, to the, the challenge finale. But here we are next week. We're going to know the winners. I I guess I need to go back to when this thing started, but this season went by very quick. I guess, obviously, I'm used to an MTV season of the challenge, which usually literally lasts four, four and a half months of television time. So maybe that's what's thrown me off. But this seemed to go by way quick. And they had just as many contestants on this season as they do on a season of the challenge to start out with. So. Your guess is as good as mine, but this thing really sprung up on me, and I had no idea next week was the finale. But it was. Um, I want to thank all the people who sent me the claim to fame answer that I was looking for. I think I need to stop asking for, hey, I got a question about this, because it's never one person that sends it to me, and it's never five people that send it to me. It's usually 20 to 25. And while I appreciate all the answers, I was just like, okay, you know, once I saw, like, in the subject matter, claim to fame, I just hit delete. Because once I got my answer, everyone was giving me the same answer because it was just like, here are the people that were on claim to fame. Mike, I was going to say my question is this, but I don't want to ask a question. Um, you don't need to answer this and you don't need to respond to me, but in the game of claim to fame, did they just have to guess who the person was related to? Or did you have to guess what the relation was? Like, oh, I, I saw that one of them was uh, Jason Aldean's cousin. It's like, okay. First off, how would anybody know that? That Oh, you're Jason Aldean's cousin. Or they, did they just have to guess, I think you're related to Jason Aldean? Did you get bonus points if you guessed the actual relation? Forget it. Don't answer that. I don't, I don't need answers. I'll just watch season two of Claim to Fame. Um, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with a show that I've never even watched. But, yeah, I just... And I saw the list. It was like, okay, what is Cindy Crawford's niece and Kiki Palmer's sister and Simone Biles' sister and Jason Aldean's cousin. And okay. Interesting. But I guess I need to watch to see how it all plays out. I know there's guesses and immunities and stuff like that, but I'll just probably have to watch season two, assuming there is a season two. We don't even know if there is going to be one. Um, Also in the reality TV world, one final thing here, a new reality TV show that uh, was announced yesterday called Special Forces. It's going to be on Fox 
starting in January of 2023 called Special Forces, The Ultimate Test. And it's basically a bunch of reality show stars and former athletes and celebrities, you know, D-list celebrities being um, going through special forces trainings and what they had and what they had to like. Basically, the hosts are um, a team of of ex-special force ops and, you know, the names on the list of the people on this show, the biggest one, obviously, in Bachelor Bachelorette world, Hannah Brown is going to be on it. But Jamie Lynn Spears, Anthony Scaramucci, Danny Amendola, former NFL player, Spice Girl Mel B, uh, Dwight Howard, Montel Jordan, the rapper, Gus Kenworthy, skier, Nastia Lukin, the um, Olympic gymnast, Carly Lloyd, the Olympic soccer player, Beverly Mitchell from Seventh Heaven, uh, Kenya Moore from Real Housewives of Atlanta, Hall of Famer Mike Piazza and and Dr. Drew. It's just like half of these people have been on the reality show TV circuit. We've obviously seen Scaramucci before. We've seen Mel B before. We've seen um, Gus Kenworthy before. Oh, Kate Gosselin is on it. We've seen her numerous times on reality TV. Dr. Drew. It's like these people just get recycled in this washing machine of reality shows. And it's like, oh, okay, now you can go on this one. Oh, let's let's try this one. You know, I'm surprised Dennis Rodman wasn't on this. But Hannah Brown's on it. It was already filmed, obviously, and it's going to debut in January of 2023. So that should be uh, interesting. Anyway, that is your news and your Bachelor stuff for today. As you know, I'm on a plane this morning headed to Vegas for the weekend. There will be a daily roundup up tomorrow. It'll be sounding different because I'm doing it on my phone, but I will have it up unless something major happens and I can't somehow upload or figure it out but i i've already gone over it on youtube and i i think i know how to do it so we should be all set for tomorrow thank you all for tuning in i really appreciate it and we will talk to you tomorrow see you